Welcome to Beyond the Call, brought to you by Start Church. We hope you enjoy the upcoming podcast and hope this time is empowering, inspiring, and helpful as you pursue the dream God has put in your heart. The participants of this podcast are not attorneys, and this recording is not to be considered legal advice. Please contact your local attorney's office where needed. Enjoy today's podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Call, the podcast in which we talk about topics that help churches and ministries protect what God has called them to lead. Hi, everybody. My name is Christine, and on today's episode, we will be discussing two of the most fundamental aspects of any church, their bylaws and policies. And joining us today is Lou Reynolds, Director of Sales here at Start Church. Lou, thank you so much for being here with us today. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Christine. Yeah, this is going to be so fun. I mean, this is a topic that I know we get so many questions about, so I know you're really well equipped to talk through this. And so with that, let's jump right on in. Sure. Would you talk to us about what are bylaws and why are they so important? Great. Thanks, Christine. That's a great question. And uh, here's what I would say. By definition, bylaws, they're the document that contains the supreme law of the corporation uh, or the rules based on scripture by which a church would govern themselves. Second to the word of God, this makes uh, bylaws so important. They're the most important document in your church behind the word of God. Your church can't pass or implement rules, resolutions, policies, you know, things of that nature that contradict what your bylaws say. It's important that you review your bylaws every year. Uh, If, you know, your church hasn't looked at them in a while, a year or or more, uh, we would strongly recommend that you go ahead and do that. Look them over and ensure that they contain the latest provisions concerning membership, uh, homosexual marriages, uh, religious exemption clauses. All of those things are are truly important. You want to make sure it's, it's up to date with the latest information concerning your church. Yeah, and that is just so important just to have all of that be consistent, be updated, and just kept up to date so everything runs smoothly at sure. church. So with that, let's start with the second question. What should be included in your bylaws? Great question. Uh, Many churches uh, have been confused, really, between the content that you would put in your bylaws uh, and versus what's important or appropriate to have in your articles of incorporation. Uh, Things like your doctrines, membership guidelines, um, you know, discipline and ordination requirements are all important to be included in your bylaws. However, you do not have to go into a whole lot of intricate detail. That's good to know. Yeah. For instance, like if your bylaws contain the exact details and requirements that, you know, one has to meet in order to become ordained through your church and you decide after some time to change or tweak that process, then it will become imperative that you amend your church's bylaws uh, to match up to those changes that you've made. Uh, And that issue does come up from time to time uh, where churches find themselves in situations where they do need to make amendments to their bylaws uh, because of changes uh, that they've made to these uh, other documents. Hey there, listeners. Did you know that obtaining your 501c3 status is one of the best steps a church can take? This protects not only the church, but also its donors. For this reason, our Start Right service helps pastors complete both processes of incorporating their churches and getting their 501c3 approval. You don't have to carry the burden of preparing bylaws, articles, and IRS applications by yourself. Instead, 
let our team of consultants walk you through the process. It would be our honor to serve you. Call us today at 770-638-3444. And now back to the podcast. So what specifically then should be included in your bylaws? Okay, there, there are some items that must be included in your bylaws in order for it to be considered a legitimate internal governing document. Those items are uh, purpose statement, the uh, intent to form an organization, governing structure, membership requirements, uh, ecclesiastical authority, uh, prohibitive activities clause, licensing and ordination requirements, and, and amendments. So just a few things. (laughs) Just a couple things. Just a couple things. Well, you know, let's break that down just a little bit more. So I figure some of them are pretty self-explanatory, but let's just take these one by one, starting with purpose statement. Can you give us a little bit more details around each one of those that you listed? Okay, great. The purpose statement should be closely reminiscent and expound slightly on the purpose statement that you have in your articles of incorporation. Purpose statement in the bylaws should include scripture references which are applicable uh, to what that purpose is. Uh, Also, I mentioned about the uh, intent to form an organization. Uh, Churches that go through our Start Right service will find the intent to form an organization in the preamble to their bylaws. Uh, Even in this simple preamble, there is a little room to question, there's little room to question what type of organization is being established and what's its intention. That's so good. And you you mentioned governing structure, so walk us through a little bit of that as well. Absolutely. Uh, You know, a a principal component of any bylaws is the outline of the governing structure. Typically, this includes uh, the board of directors, its officers, along with the selection and removal process of each board member or officer. The bylaws should also clearly define each position's responsibilities. This is an important part uh, of making sure that you have the appropriate governing structure. That's really important. And then you also mentioned membership requirements. Yes, membership is important. Uh, You know, the membership is an important aspect of the church, and it should be addressed in your bylaws, whether or not the members have voting privileges. If the church gives the members voting privileges, it's also important to clearly define those voting rights as well as the requirements to become a member. And that kind of leads me into uh, ecclesiastical authority. Um, I had mentioned that before because the bylaws need to include verbiage that states who has ecclesiastical authority over the church. I mean, very often, Christine, it's the pastor, uh, mm-hmm. but it could also be uh, a board member, uh, an elder that's a part of the board of elders, uh, the congregation as a whole. Uh, so it's important to establish who that will be. Yeah, so I guess there's so many different options. It's really important to just clarify that and have that set and written down, right? Yes, absolutely. So perfect. And then coming off of that, you list, there's about three more you listed. So prohibited activities clause, what's that? Great. The, the prohibitive activities clause focuses on the church's doctrines and uh, sincerely held beliefs as a basis for defending the church from any type of uh, legislation, Uh, that forces believers to engage in activities that are contrary to what the scriptures say. And so you want to clearly define that uh, in your prohibitive activities. Yeah. Uh, I also mentioned uh, before, Christine, about licensing and ordination requirements. You did, yeah. Many churches simply license and ordain their ministers, and, you know, that's usually enough to do weddings, funerals, 
However, for special tax benefits that are given to ministers, your church bylaws need to list the required conditions that a minister must meet before he or she becomes licensed as a minister of your organization. Uh, finally, I'll, I'll leave off with amendments. Uh, you know, there'll come a time when your church will need to amend their bylaws. Uh, this happens in the life of every church. Uh, yeah. At some point or another, you do need to make some changes. And in order to do so, your bylaws must state the manner in which the bylaws may be amended so that you can follow those appropriate guidelines that you've listed. Oh, that's great. So last question for you, Lou. Can you talk to us about the importance of setting up policies and procedures? Like, What are they and how are they different from bylaws? That's good. Uh, thank you, Christina. I, I think that's a question that I come across quite often when talking yeah. to pastors and ministers um, about their church. Uh, to build good infrastructure for your church or ministry, you'll also want to develop and implement policies and procedures. Policies are the documents that help govern your day-to-day -day activities. And they help the church remain in compliance with both state and IRS regulations. While bylaws outline the governing structure and the set of rules for decision-making in the ministry, policies and procedures guide daily operations. So there's a distinct difference between those two. So would you say that bylaws are really the umbrella for the whole organization? It's like the core of how ministries and churches operate right underneath the Bible, of course. And then policies are just helping manage day in and day out activities. You stated that very well. Awesome. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> your policies should be a, a great support to your bylaws. So they're, they're the support that come underneath that umbrella. So that, yeah, that was great. A great analogy. Okay, perfect. So talk through us a little bit more specifically. What are some policies we should be implementing? Uh, there are a lot of policies that can be considered. Um, you know, you can have uh, accountable reimbursement policy, uh, conflict of interest policy, a benevolence policy, anti-terrorism policy. All of these policies are important. You know, writing policies uh, can be time-consuming and even frustrating for many pastors and, and ministers. Uh, but wouldn't it be easier to have a policy that's perfect for your organization without having to waste time trying to develop that? Our policy suite contains 55 customizable policies and instructions on how to implement them. These policies are a collection of the best practices with unique additions that speak to any given situation that you might have. This suite will move your ministry down the path to success by protecting what God has called you to lead in a new way. You know, and for everyone listening today, uh, feel free to call us. We are ready and equipped to help you in this process. You can reach us at Start Church at 844-641-5718, and it would be our honor and privilege to serve you. That is so good. Yeah, that the policy suite is such a helpful resource because, I mean, you really think about it. There's policies for everything. There's just so much <laughs> that a church or a ministry has to account for. Yes. And I mean, that's really our goal at Star Church anyway, is just to try to take some of that load off of having to create things from scratch and having to really think through all this. So I think the policy suite is such a helpful resource because it really just takes 
all of that time away and really gives it back to the pastors and ministries so that they can get back to, you know, what God is actually calling them to do versus trying to create policies. So really, Sartors, we created that as a supplemental resource for all of you guys. So you guys wouldn't have to be bogged down with all the details of trying to come up with a policy. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, Christine, that's what we want to do is support our pastors and our ministers. We know that uh, they didn't go through uh, all the things that they've had to go through in building their church and their ministry to spend their time writing policies. So right, exactly. we try to take care of that for them. Exactly. Which I love that. So your bylaws and policies should lend order, support, and guidance in difficult times of your church's life. That is why at Start Church, we stress the importance of understanding what is in your bylaws. And we also stress the importance of drafting your bylaws and policies to protect your ministry, leaders, and your congregation. Lou, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. It was my privilege and an honor. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it was so good having you. And you all listening, if you all have any questions, please give us a call. As Lou said, 844-641-5718. And tune in next week as we discuss a new product we are releasing at Start Church. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Call, brought to you by Start Church. If you have any questions about what you've heard today, please give us a call at 844-641-5718 or visit our website at startchurch.com. We hope you'll join us for the next episode of Start Church Beyond the Call. Start Church has helped thousands of churches and ministries protect what God has given them to lead. Check out our website at startchurch.com or feel free to call at 844-641-5718. We would be honored to serve you.